Hi there. We're continuing our study on the power in God's Word, the power in the woman's mouth. (laughs) Her speaking the Word and having a fresh anointed Word in her mouth can cause judgment to cease and be lifted. And we were looking in John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. And I've always loved these these verses. and, And to be honest with you, I feel like, you know, there's verses in the Bible that you think you've gotten something out of and then others that you think, I just know there's something in there that I'm just not getting. I'm just not getting it. And this is one of those. But to me, it's just so, it's so big. In the beginning was the Word. This is the Logos Word. And the Word was with God, face to face with God. And the Word was God. So it's with Him, face to face, but it is Him. And uh, that's, the, the same was in the beginning with God, face to face with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. That's amazing, the word. Later on, we're going to see that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and that was Jesus. So you could say Jesus was in the beginning. Jesus was with God. Jesus was God. And... and uh, All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him, in Jesus, or in the Word, and we're blessed to have it in a biblical form. I've got it here on my iPad. We can have the Word in so many different forms, and it's it's, uh, if you want your life changed, get into the Bible, get into the Word of God, and start speaking it, and... um, to yourself, about yourself, about your situation, and watch your life change. Because it says in, uh, where is that, in Hebrews, uh, I have it here, Hebrews chapter uh, 11, it says, by faith we understand that the worlds during successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose, by the word of God, so that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. That's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3 in the Amplified. By faith we understand the worlds, the, the ages. There's, there's different words for worlds. One has to do with the physical uh, earth that we see, and the other has to do with ages, the, the atmosphere that we, we, we dwell in, the ages to come. And that, that we understand that the worlds, the ages, were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word or the rhema, the revelation of God. So that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. So there's a difference between, uh, for the word word in the Greek, one is logos, and it just means the reasoning word, the one that you can rationalize, reason, speak, talk. It's, and it's powerful. It's quick and powerful, sharper than any double-edged sword, cutting us under the soul from the spirit. But when it becomes rhema or revelation to you and I, it's what's upholding the whole universe. And it's what's uh, causing, what is it, uh, things that were not, that you, what you see was not made out of things which are visible. They come from a revelation of the Word of God. So, um, by faith we understand the worlds, the ages, were framed and fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by, now, uh, the literal, according to a Greek scholar, 
says, not by the word of God, but by a word of God, a revelation word from God. When we get a revelation of God and you think, well, how, how do I get that revelation? Well, you know, I remember years ago, and I think this is a, a, a short, short version of an example. I was laying on the bed and I had gotten hold of a scripture in Psalm 138.8, I think. It says, though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou shalt keep me alive. And I got to meditating on that. I just laid on the bed and I started saying it to myself. Lord, I want to understand this. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, what are you saying to me from that? Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou shalt keep me alive. And uh, all of a sudden, I started getting a vision on the inside of me. And I was in a, it was like a civil war time. And the armies of the civil war were on, on both sides. Uh, and I was walking down a shell road, and there were tents on both sides of the shell road. And the soldiers and their horses, I could even hear their horses, you know, a horse does like that. That's not a good example, but at any rate, I could even hear their horses shuffling their feet, and I could hear the sounds of war and the horses and the soldiers. And they were at their tents. They were standing outside their tents and stuff. And I'm walking down the middle of the camp on the Shell Road, and I'm in my enemy's camp. I'm their enemy, and they're my enemy, and I'm right in the middle of their camp. And that's when that scripture came alive to me, and I got a revelation. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou shalt keep me alive. And so when you say it to yourself, you chew on it, basically, like a cow chews on a cud. You say it to yourself, you chew on it, you think about it, and then the Holy Spirit may bring a picture like he did for me that day, or just... Uh, you do it over and over and over again, and eventually maybe you get challenged in it, and all of a sudden it becomes a revelation to you. Uh, I used to have a little bread box on the back of my sink in the kitchen, and I would pull out one scripture at a time and put it on the back of the sink while I was doing dishes and stuff. I'd look at it and meditate on it and read it and think about it, and that's how I started getting uh, revelation. But I did find out one thing. And the parable of the sower and the seed comes to, to life. When the, he said, when the sower sows the seed, the birds come immediately to steal the seed away. And they sure did. As soon as I start meditating on a scripture and, and seeking revelation from it, immediately I get challenged in it. One um, that I think of was... Um, uh, I was going, I was in a Bible study and I was getting ready to leave and somebody else was going to be taking it over, but I was still going to the Bible study. And so I started meditating on, I've been crucified with Christ and yet I live, but it's no longer I who live, but Christ living in me. And the life that I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I had memorized that and I started thinking about that and meditating on that and <laughs> And the next week, when I went to Bible study, all of a sudden, it's like, the, it's like the devil himself said, we'll just see how crucified you really are. And I got to Bible study, and I'm telling you, not one soul spoke to me. Nobody even looked my way, much less speak to me. And I, it hurt my feelings. I was tempted to get offended. But then I remembered 
What have you been meditating on? What have you been thinking about? What have you been seeking God on? And, and, uh, and I was able to overcome, because you know what an offense is, it, it, the literal word, it, like, it's like a, a trap. It's like a bear trap. You get your foot in there and they snap it shut. It's from the devil. It's a distraction from Satan. And he wants to snap you in and trap you into that offense so you can't grow anymore. So if you've been snapped into an offense, shake it loose. Shake it loose and get out of it quickly. Repent. Ask God to forgive you. It's, it's not anything to be ashamed of. It's a part of our humanity and it's a part of our walk in the earth. But we need to uh, know exactly how to um, overcome it. You know, the, um, the wiles of the devil. That's a wile of the devil, a, a method that he uses to distract us from our point of operation, which would be to exercise our faith and use our faith and release our faith and change things and make things happen by faith. We have access to the living God. We have access to the most powerful um, uh, source in the universe. I mean, when you stop and think about it, we have access to God himself. That's just amazing. And Jesus Christ has died for our sins. That's amazing. And so we don't want to um, be deceived. And offense will put you in a place of deception. And, you know, in the, in the days to come, we're going to have to be very careful. Uh, and I'm talking to myself as well as anybody else. We're going to have to be very careful to not allow offense in our life. Amen. So all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehends it or does not overcome it. Darkness cannot overcome the light. Light overcomes darkness. Life swallows up death. Our victory swallows up death, but darkness cannot overcome the light. And in John 1, 10 through 14, it says, this is on down in the page, John chapter 1, says, He was in the world, and the world was made by him, or through him, the channel through which it came into being. Well, well, well let me get on. Let me go on. And the world knew him not. He came into his own, and his, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, the power he gave them was an authority. He gave them the authority to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, not of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh. Now, here we go. The word was made flesh. And dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, the word became, was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Do you know that when you take in the word of God, and you speak it to yourself, and you allow it, um, I always think of this um, scripture in Proverbs where he's talking about wisdom and those who seek after wisdom. And he says, I will cause those who love me to inherit substance. Do you know when you speak the word of God to yourself, it can go in and change your DNA. 
That's the very basic source of who you are. We are new creatures in Christ. The old things are passed away. It's not new like a baby new. It's new like a, a character. of. It's a whole new species of being. The, the Mary Jean that was before I got saved had a dead spirit. And that person was not... Re, uh, uh, that person was not... Um, Change that person is recreated. I mean, a whole new species of being. There was never a Mary Jean that had a living spirit, soul, and body. There was a Mary Jean that had a soul and body, but not a living spirit, an alive spirit, soul, and body. Do you see what I'm saying? So I am a new creature. If you've received Christ as your Savior, you are a new creation, a new species of being. You've never been before. That person's never been before. And uh, so the, as you, you get born again off of the incorruptible seed of the living word of God, you become a new species of being. And the word is made flesh again in you, just like it was in Jesus. We're, we're just like the, the baby Jesus born of the virgin. Well, we're born that way in our new born again state. We're a whole new species of being. I think we ought to meditate on that in the weeks to come. A whole new species of being. And so the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. We're fitting ourselves, folks. Romans 9, I think 22. We're fitting ourselves for the glory. And that's what God wants us to do. It says... And Revelations, that the bride makes herself ready. And so as the bride of Christ, we're preparing ourselves. We're um, allowing him to sanctify us, holy spirit, soul, and body, separating us from the profane things of the world, consecrating us unto God. We're allowing the Holy Spirit. We're, we're going to do some studies on that pretty soon, too. The Holy Spirit, uh, we're going to allow him to dwell in us to such a degree that the word will be made flesh and dwell among us again. If you need more of Jesus, pray for those around you that have Jesus in them. Or even if they don't, pray that they get Jesus in them. Because uh, that dawned on me one time about praying for my husband. If I wanted to know Jesus better, pray for him to grow in Christ and I will see Jesus manifested in him. That's a good word for somebody out there. <laughs> so when we dwell in the word of God and we abide in his presence, we dwell in that secret place, the word becomes flesh and dwells among us once again. And we behold the glory as of the only begotten son, the, the only begotten father, full of grace and truth. Amen. That's something to meditate on. Let's get a revelation of the word becoming flesh in our lives. When something happens, think what I remember, and I'll finish with this. I remember once uh, shopping with one of my sons. And uh, anyway, it's a long story, but we, we ended up in the store and they were having a big sale and I was ready to go home, and he wouldn't make up his mind what kind of shoes he wanted, and I was getting frustrated, and the salesman walked away. I had a salesman right there, and, and my son couldn't make up his mind what shoes he wanted, and so the guy walked away, and I thought, oh, I'll never get out of here, and I was getting frustrated. And so I said, Lord, it's your life. 
I've been crucified with Christ and yet I live. It's your life. If you want to spend it on Saturday in Academy uh, all day, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm good. That's, I gave my life to you. It's your life. And we'll just let that happen. And as soon as I said, I said, how do you want to handle this? And he said, love is patient, love is kind. I said, Jesus, you always say that. <laughs> but I said, okay, love is patient, love is kind. And once I accepted that and released myself to it, the salesman came over and said, may I help you? And as soon as he said that, the Lord said, I can move in the hearts of men. You see, I can move in the hearts of men. So uh, we want to be full of grace and truth. And let the word abide and dwell in us. Amen. So just walk with him through the week. Talk with him through the week. And allow him to grow us up more and more. And remember, it's babies that don't speak. But adults speak the word of truth over themselves. And allow the work of the Holy Spirit to come. Amen. God bless you. See you next time. 